Welcome to Now Try This, the podcast where two best friends get together every week to try something new. I'm Marcus, and that headphones, beautifully looking boy is Nick. How are you doing? Mar- Marcus, you said you were going to stop doing that before you introduced me. Yeah, I tried again. Oh, okay. You're <laughs> bringing back. Guys, this is Now Try This. We try stuff. What does that mean? Well, I'm Nick. He's Marcus, and we're best friends. Back fr- Best friends from way back. And every week, we challenge each other to try, watch, do one of our favorite things, something new, something old, something borrowed, something blue, so the other person has to experience us. it. You know that feeling when you find your new favorite thing and you have no one to share it with? Well, we solve that problem by making our best friend significant other be in a podcast with us yeah wait for significant other what was that about you're my when did i get a promotion significant other you're you're the significant other best friend significant there's a significant other, other, other lover there's okay. a significant other best friend i didn't there's know a significant that. other work relationship you know like a work okay. wife people say that oh right? yeah people do say that yeah i feel there's, like that's like that's a like TikTok a hop and a skip wife. away about cheating. So okay, like a work. so the work wife thing is probably probably problematic for a lot of people, but it's also yeah. meaningless. I feel. Or I guess if if Darren came home today okay. and say, "Oh my God, my work cousin was riding me all day long," what would you say? Well, then that <laughs> would be a weird work husband. I think. Okay, I think that there is an amount of like weirdness to it for sure. But I think uh-huh. it's also how the person is receiving it, right? Like, well, I think also, the, yeah. the general concept of people having work husbands and work wives isn't necessarily inherently bad. But what I sure. think is that if your partner is super into it, then it's weird. Oh, that's fair. Fully Cooley said it better. He said significantly best other friend. Yes, that is exactly, <laughs> that's good. That that is exactly good. what you meant. Well, I don't know. I feel like I feel like after watching Severance, I have a different opinion on this because. Oh, like, yeah. Because Severance is a like a satire metaphor on how we disassociate ourselves to get through our work life and some people they see their work husband or work wife more than they see their actual work wife or husband if they work too that's much true that's long very true. hours after uh-huh. everyone else has gone home uh-uh i'm not yeah uh, listen you responded like a normal human being you responded like a respectful I have more person opinions on this for sure i can i can go on for oh you can and this. we will 100%. but but i wanted you to know my initial reaction if you asked me if lexi came home and said oh man uh, my work husband was all over me today. I would respond, what's that bitch's name? Tell me right now. <laughs> Tell me right now because I'm going to find him and I'm going to set him straight. I'm going to set okay. him straight. Okay. That's and I'm going to let him know that he's coming up and he is his days are numbered. I would See, find a way to get him fired. Here's my sort of like personal experience with it because I think that's more what I can speak to than sort of Ooh, the general yeah. like theoretical part of it. Yeah, this is fun. But in my personal experience, I've had lots and lots of coworkers refer to me as their work husband. And oh. I feel weird about it because yeah. I feel like this is a dynamic that I am not choosing to participate in. And yet I am having to be called people's work husbands. There's a coworker of mine who you told one joke and you're nice. Yeah, 100 <laughs> percent. And I listen to their problems. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so my one coworker, she is my mom's age. And so she was like, she called, I was like, in my head, I was like, she's, she's, you know, she's higher than me. And I was like, she's like my work mom. 
And then she called me her work husband, and I was like, uh-oh. That is not the dynamic we have. Mom, that is not the dynamic we Mom, have. Mom, stop it, please. Mom, stop making work uncomfortable. God. You're making it weird for me, Mom. <laughs> so that happened, yeah. And then I, I've had several people call me work husband, but I never refer to anyone as my work wife because personally I find it strange, and that would be uncomfortable. I imagine, I don't know what Darren's opinion on it would be. Darren, if you're listening, type it in the chat but i feel like if i were super into it and came home like oh my work wife i feel like she would get annoyed over time and i think it would grate on me over time as well yeah well guys if you have an opinion on the work wife work husband debate you need to watch this show live at twitch.tv slash now try this cast and come join the chat just like fully coolie did and he said work mother stop it i don't like it <laughs> in a very sus way <laughs> you could be sus in our chat twitch.tv slash now try this cast i like uh, yeah no work mom is gross never called it, anyone it, it, a it work is. wife i think i have been jokingly referred to as work husband before it is odd it is weird That's the thing what if it wasn't a joke That's i think true. you know what it, you know what it is i feel like there's a lot of nomenclature and things that people say that i feel like are the like soft badminton baton pass for an affair <laughs> like it's like it's like oh it's like uh, soft launching wife. soft launching an affair <laughs> yeah you know like what yeah, that's yeah, one yeah. of the that's one of the ways that people do it i feel uh, like that's yeah. a small way uh, that people it'd be weird if we just fucked in the office right now right <laughs> be weird would it be weird would it be weird it happened in barry remember in barry wait what when did it happen in barry it was like the the girl the actress girl she was talking to her agent and her agent said something was oh, like, oh yeah but then, yeah well that would be really hard because then we'd be in a relationship <laughs> yeah yeah no 100 percent. fully coolie says that we do occupy the same space for a long time it is true we i mean uh you know like you said mentioned common law marriage You're with kind of like common law marriage you spend more time with them than you do like your actual relationships and your for friendships. some jobs yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i see my co-workers a million percent more than i see my friends and it is annoying to me that that is the case Marcus, what are we here to do today? Nick, we're here to talk about love and not affairs in <laughs> today's episode. Or maybe we talking about both. Maybe we both. Today was my challenge, and I gave you the BBC slash HBO Max show Starstruck, starring and created by Rose Metafeo. But Marcus, before we get to Starstruck, I do want to point out that we already know what next week's challenge is going to be. We do? That was, yeah, it was a statement. It wasn't a question. We do. We <laughs> do. Because we exactly all of our patrons, all of our patrons very lovingly went to patreon.com slash now try this cast and became a patron. The $5 tier members submitted their ideas of what we should do for a challenge next month. And then everybody, even the dollar people, everyone gets involved. It's a great community. Come chat up people argue your points vote on what is going to be picked and this month was the vote turned out to win by a very small margin one vote wow. changed the whole 
thing. It was three votes for this, two votes for something else, and then one vote for everything else. Everyone okay. else voted for their own thing. We Fair should make enough. it a mandate. You can't vote for your own thing. No. <laughs> I mean, but do your thing, guys. Yeah, you do your thing. If you guys want to make a second account and pledge to us again to get two votes, you Shout can. Shout out to Nothing Joseph who did that. Is that what happened? He made a sec. I checked because she signed up for the Patreon again, and I was At like, oh, he just, just changed it to a dollar tier. That's fine. Yeah, and I was like, cool. He's been giving yeah, us a lot yeah, of money. Yeah. And then Appreciate I was like, it. oh, no, there's two accounts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway the funny thing is yeah still lost oh no that's mean joseph don't keep, be a joseph no, don't a be a cook like joseph no Do no four accounts you need four <laughs> accounts four accounts if you want to be a real dude <laughs> but the winner this month is the dropout i will message the patron who mess who gave us the dropout to see what they think how many episodes we should watch okay i assume it's going to be two or three because who's got more than time for that but Next week on the show, we will be doing The Dropout, the Hulu yes. original show. And also, when you join the Patreon, you get a shout-out because we like seeing our new patrons. So yes, shout-out to our newest patron, Taryn, <laughs> who is a co-worker of mine and a huge fan of the podcast. Oh, if you have multiple accounts, can you then vote for your own pick fully, coolly? 100%. You have full autonomy of your own accounts. So if you want to sign up for the Patreon 16 <laughs> times, give us $16, you get 16 votes. That's the way it works. 100%. You could, <laughs> you could technically like really reign supreme on the Patreon if you really wanted to start that many accounts. I We're, we're a very small <laughs> podcast, but I love the thought of us getting big enough like a ludwig like so huge that mm -hmm. but it's so cutthroat and we got a couple whales in there and there's yeah, some yeah. people that have like a hundred accounts just so <laughs> they can win and i'm like okay I, I don't know if i don't know if i'd stop it it would take it, it would take a lot i feel like if once people complain yeah. i would stop it yeah yeah yeah. but yeah. if no one i don't I, it would take a lot because that's just funny to me that's just it really funny a good bit but it depends on how long and how frustrated people were about it that, that's the only yeah, thing yeah the community is important to us i think having a couple is fine if you want to yeah. do it but for, so so we're waiting for a whale if you want to be our whale patreon.com slash now try this cast mm -hmm. whoever gets whoever the first patron to have 16 accounts that vote <laughs> will get a prize you'll yeah. get you'll get this sticker remind us that we said that remind you'll us that we sticker. said that oh yeah if we get to 30 patrons on patreon we're gonna give everyone a sticker too so do that we need eight more and double eight accounts more. count i guess <laughs> yeah sure get your girlfriend to sign up get your mother to sign up get mm -hmm. your second cousin to sign up and guys this is the last we'll shill on this episode of the podcast because this one probably won't have anyone listen to it <laughs> <laughs> it really helps the show if you do share with a couple friends just like mm -hmm. we share our things with you we would love it if you share the show with a couple friends 100 percent. beautifully said nick beautifully said have to keep up the act just comment as each account use vpns <laughs> all the time so no one knows guys i appreciate i mean fully cool i appreciate all of the if you like, want to commit to the hard and work argue with yourself doing. in the chat with yourself with all your different 100%. account names yeah have all your own little one act Te play technically as we're <laughs> If you signed up under different names and different emails, we have no way of knowing you're not a different person. <laughs> That's true. That's super, super true. <laughs> Thank you to all our patrons. Next mm -hmm. month at the next Thursday will be the dropout. But today's episode of Star Trek, Starstruck. Oh, God. If you mentioned it was Star Trek, that piece of trash. Fuck. Uh, Someone can so give us Star uh, Trek. Dude, I'm so glad we have a guy to get. I fucking hate Star Trek. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> you know what? I don't hate Star Trek. I don't hate Star Trek. I hate the fan base. 
I hate that the fan base can't be like, we like a cool sci-fi show when it's cool. It's like, it's obviously the best thing in the world. I'm do like, you hate no, the it's... fan base or do you hate the way that certain people that you know talk about it? Those couple people that I know talk about it are the fan base, Marcus. If you talk to other Star Trek people, they're, they are I, they are how a lot of the base is. It's hard for me to talk about fan bases because I feel like for I like Star Wars a lot. And the fan base is bad. They are a bad yeah. fan base. And a so lot I don't of love times Star Wars they're just as much like as I wish I did. Terrible. And so I'm like, I don't really participate in that part of things. I just enjoy yeah. media sort of like on my own and liking it. So <sighs> yeah, I, but I understand I, I, if I, yeah. you don't want to be a part of that fan base, though. I feel like that's true for most things. Like, I feel like I would be more into magic if this fan base was better. I would be more into Pokemon if the fan base was yeah. better. I'd be more into almost everything. Yeah. But the more you get into something, the more important it is to you, I think. Yeah. And then it's harder to separate that importance to you and the importance of what it is. Yeah. I think I want to find the most wholesome fan base. If anyone has any recommendations. Okay, that's yeah, a good fully cool. If anyone it's with has, a long running. If anyone yeah. has any recommendations for fan bases for us to join, we could do that. We can really oh, like I would love that. do a whole episode where we deep dive into a fan base that we are currently not a part of and see what it's like. Oh yeah, fully cool. Keep me away from the Star Wars Reddit. Absolutely not. I I I am on the DD Reddit a little bit. Like I'll check in from now and again. But I never comment because it's it's a fucking mess in there. It's a fucking yeah. It's a fucking D D is is rough because there's a lot of wholesome D and D people. There's a lot of wholesome more than you would think that 100%. actually speak up and like will fight on your behalf in a yes. good way. But yes. they there are also what's up that gemster dude in the chat. Nice to see you. But they they also are are some of the most toxic. Yes, 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 yes. They have both. Yeah, it's crazy that that happens because you'll you'll look in the comments for like a critical role and everyone will be like super pissed and upset. And then you look at the comments yeah. for like my brother Adventure Zone and they will be like, oh, like this is the reason I picked up D&D for the first time. And it's, it was just like fun. They have them in both. They have those in both. But they're toxic they're people in both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Critical role. The reason it got to where it is is because of the beautiful fan base at the beginning. And mm -hmm. then now it's just too big for it. It's just too big. Yeah. That Jumpster dude. Yeah, I love we also love D&D. &D. You should everyone should go check out our critical role episode i made marcus play through a really quick one shot of DD &D. that was a lot of fun uh-huh um we do we do have a DD group that we actually love a lot we play every couple weeks and we've mm -hmm. been playing with them for four years five I, four I, a long time four or five years and they were playing before us for a couple yeah. years before that we're called the mostly heroes and they did something to piss me off last time so maybe they're not the best. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough no they are a fantastic group they're our best friends in the world but hey, they did gotta, do something to piss me we off we gotta talk about the episode at some point do we <laughs> we can we can fill we can talk about the episode right and then at the end if you just want to talk about D, &D and stuff or sprinkle it in throughout what if know? this has to do with the show marcus okay nick you no, are to be a, fair, no, hold on to, you are a master master at bullshit so why don't you connect dnd &D and starstruck cool i will well first off though time we wasted here is the time i would have normally asked you what you have been doing new fair we just enough don't get the chance to do that now mm -hmm. but the, the reason we're talking about dnd &D and these fandoms is because sometimes when you have these fandoms you get invested in like a very specific way and one place that there's a big fandom that we can't quite break into is the British comedy scene. The British comedy scene is full of personalities that play all these quiz games, that have their own stand-up specials, make their own shows. But you gave me one thing that I hated at the time that has been my 
wading into the pond of, and that's British comedy. You mm-hmm. gave me Taskmaster. I did give you Taskmaster. I hate it. I hated it. I thought it was a piece. You liked like one episode, and I was like, you I know liked what? I'll take it. The bit of it. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't get it. But then. As time went on, because we had watched Taskmaster on the show, every once in a while, the YouTube algorithm was like, hey, remember when you watched this Taskmaster thing? I'd be like, yeah, sure. And I would, what do you mean Taskmaster RIP? Is it canceled? It might be canceled. I don't know. (gasps) Oh, no. Give us more info. I mean, to be fair, I still haven't watched all the old seasons. I'm still watching old seasons. But anyway, more things pop up. And every once in a while, one one of the bits from the show would pop up that would literally just be one of the funniest things I'd ever seen Mm -hmm. in my life. Yeah. And then I'd be like, well, let me watch that whole episode. And then somehow over the course of these last this last six months to a year, I've watched like three or four whole series because it's just so interesting. And the last one that I got invested in was season series nine, which Uh had Rose Metafeo. Nice. And I thought she was kind of an odd duck. She was Uh uh, quirky and funny and weird, but also New Zealand from New Zealand. Yeah. Different than everyone else. Yeah. And I was like, who is this chick? And I Google her. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I see, oh, she made a show. What's that? I look at the trailer for the show. I was like, that seems funny. And then before I know it, in the span of like three days, I watch all of season one. And then the next week, all of season two of Starstruck. And here I brought it all back, Marcus. We are on Starstruck. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. That's Hell true. yeah. And Starstruck okay. is a BBC comedy series created by and co-written by rose matafeo it got picked up at hbo max there are mm-hmm. two seasons the third season is on its way soon yes it do is. you know what bbc3 is because it's on bbc3 i think it's a channel it's just a channel over there because they mention a lot in tv shows like i think taskmaster is also on bbc3 at some point i don't know so bbc is their pbs but their pbs is way better than ours because they yes. also have more channels yes 100 percent. Right. and it's also like government funded and stuff like that so like it's just like pbs like, it's just yeah, they yeah, care yeah, about yeah, it. yeah it's just yeah. like but it's actually like a lot of arts and a lot of stuff is government funded over there which is nice that's crazy a whole tv show just for like the betterment of people like having fun and being okay at life <laughs> yeah yeah weird which is amazing right Super i feel weird. like it's the like, mighty bush is on bbc feel what's like that most, one the mighty bosh the mighty, you, you don't know the mighty bush what is in the mighty bosh my ex-girlfriend liked it it's some weird british thing okay it's like Flight of the Concords, but more British. Mm, okay, that makes sense. Anyway, they were from New Zealand. Marcus, what mm-hmm. did you know about Rose Metafeo and or Starstruck before I gave it to you on the show? Nick, Rose Metafeo was incredible on her season. I thought she was fantastic. She was hilarious. And I knew nothing about the show. I knew that Darren had watched it at some point, but then she didn't really say much about it afterwards. And she's normally like raving about the shows that she likes. And so I was like, okay, cool. I guess that's something that like, I don't really need to watch. And so then I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And then I forgot about it entirely. And then you gave it to me and I was like, oh, I guess I am going to have to watch this. She inhaled it on one day. She watched all of it in one day. Okay. So maybe she did like it. It's a very easy watch. Yeah. So it's six episodes. Each episode's a half hour each. So it wasn't honestly even, all like that 20 much time. minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So you could so definitely watch hours. this whole thing in a day, which is good and bad. I think I I guess I will start there. I feel like one of my first criticisms of the show is that, like, I wish it took its time a little bit more. And ah. if there was more, I think we would have developed some of more of the side characters. I think there would have been more time to have like different 
plot lines going on at the same time. But it was a pretty hyper-focused show, which I don't think I'm used to. It, it, I think that the show is pretending to be a show, and it's clearly just a two-hour rom-com movie. Yeah, it literally does everything a two-hour rom-com movie would do. Yeah. It is It is definitely maybe. It is 500 Days of Summer. It is just a rom-com. It yeah. Is, it's but broken up into six parts. They even have some of the part, the episodes start off summer, spring, like 500 yeah, Days yeah, of yeah, Summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. It it's just a rom-com. I, I don't I, disagree with you. I, if you're yeah. going to do a show, why not do it like a show? Either but one also, of those two would have been better i think for me because i was i've had both thoughts during the movie i was like i mean during the show i was like it could have been a movie or it could have been a longer show and i think both would have been better because with a movie you would have cut out a lot of the like slower parts and with a full show you would have really like added more content yeah i think it's hard for me to gauge because i also know british television is weird (laughs) they make different choices than we make over here in terms like if you go and watch some of the most critically acclaimed like the best british comedy stuff in the world sometimes Uh as an american if you're not used to it you just don't get it what's the name of that show that hugh laurie and mr bean were on and stephen fry yeah 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 most famous you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah i know what you're talking about hugh laurie mr bean stephen fry you think it'll come up if i put that in 100 percent. black adder it did it was okay black adder so you started watching that show one of the my ex so i had an ex that was super into british stuff so much so that it was she loved british stuff and i think she loved british stuff because her family did and i her family liked it because they're slightly racist and stuck up so anytime that stuff was on (laughs) why are you laughing i don't understand because it was true and it's funny (laughs) that's why i'm laughing and also there's an amount there's like we all know those people right we all know those people like and every time i meet one of them i mean i didn't really hate kate but like you know i don't i just don't like those people where they're like i like this because it is pretentious i like this because it's. we don't dislike kate we just lack all respect for her now yeah 100% I follow whatever you feel man (laughs) (laughs) yeah crushing those front points (laughs) but yeah oh man versus B yes is that more weird British shit Mr. Bean has a show or movie about him fighting a bee I don't know what the hell it is what's the TV show yeah I know they were making fun of it on Mabim Bam they just like sat and watched the trailer because it's just the dumbest shit honestly it looks great no it looks bad it looks bad well the dude is literally the the guy who like dom rowan atkinson's like this is what he does you know is mr, like, mr. bean rowan atkinson yeah that name is mr. too bean. cool for the person it is attached to i don't know if you know this you might but like on youtube mr bean videos have like skyrocketed with the newest generation like because no. it's so whole like it's so wholesome people just watch it because it's so funny like no. him and his slapstick no. I, it's not, I'm not I'm not it's a, not I making it up. It's a, shut up it's, a, it's, it's a, a conspiracy there's nothing there's <laughs> a conspiracy saw, go here if you go to YouTube and watch Mr. Bean videos they are all over there flooring everything else it's the newest generation they like you know what never mind I, I take did you pay you for those views why i don't i don't like rowan atkinson i'm just letting you know you're trying to work me up i don't appreciate <laughs> it we haven't even started talking about the show yet the point is people who write like british shit are stuck up and spoiled no I, that's not that's not i true. think you're allowed to like it but i think there is an amount there is a type of person that likes it 
that likes it because it makes them feel like they are better than other people. Same yeah. thing with people who who are like pronounce French shit with a heavy French accent, even though they've never been to France. Oh, people, Marcus. People say croissant. You know, I just met somebody who unironically said, oh, God, what did he say? He said, wait. And he said it. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> and he describes it. Well, it's depth whip with height. What? Unironically, and then I got I to talk to him, and he's stupid. into Pokemon. And no, uh, he's like a really cool dude. Like uh, I want to okay. be his friend. He's like into Pokemon. He said he nuzlocked with his partner over the pandemic. I was like, I want to talk more to you, but I can't get over the fact that you said height. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're allowed to speak French outside of France. I totally understand. There's, a, I mean, plenty of people. <laughs> I mean, out. we're in New York City. People <laughs> speak French all the time. I get it, but there are a certain type of person that is american american and they say croissant because i are so a lot all of over the place marcus british television is a weird thing that we could fall down a rabbit hole talking about forever but mm -hmm. because of that i usually miss the boat on most things that are probably really great i just started watching a um you know it doesn't matter i'm getting off topic again starstruck <laughs> i started watching starstruck this is the hardest episode to talk about we should i mean Star i'm gonna be honest this is a hard show to talk about because it's in this weird space of being not long enough to be like a series series that there's a lot of depth. Francophiles. Thank you. Yes. Those guys. That's what I meant. Those guys suck. But it's. it's What's wrong with Frank? It's the same thing as being a weeb for, for France. That's it's the fucking annoying. Anyway, so yeah, so it's just like it's in, it exists in this weird space where it's not a movie that has like a fully fleshed out thing and it's a TV yeah. show, but it's shorter. And I know there's more seasons, but it didn't feel like there was a lot to really dive into for this show. The I feel only like, thing is their relationship. Yeah, That's the it. whole show is their relationship and the relationship, I feel like, is so nondescript, I guess, like. It's okay. So the show follows Rose Matafeo, whose whose name is Jesse, and mm -hmm. she falls in love with Tom, who is a movie star played by Nikesh Patel. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Jesse and Tom meet at a New Year's Eve party and they mm -hmm. sleep together. And she sort of slowly realizes that he is famous. And, and the whole series is them like coming together, coming apart, coming together. Yeah. Apart. Well, they won't. They classic. Yeah. Well, they won't. They rom com. One hundred percent. Yep. And so the the moments where they were coming together and going apart, I feel like uh, were super stressful. And I feel like yeah. in a typical rom com, you have just like a horror movie or anything else. You have like those moments where they build up the tension, they build up the stress, but then it's met with a, a release. Right? Yeah. You get something. They kiss. They fall in love. Whatever it is. Oh, you didn't get that. And I didn't get that at all. Because of the format of the show. Because yeah. of the way the show is structured. And until so, the end. Uh, until the end. Until the end. And so I would argue that because of that, the ending is very satisfying. I agree. I think that I like the ending of the show. I think the last episode was well crafted. I think it was really nice. Was really I think there episode. was some like of the better cinematography that's been in the show. Uh, I think it was like well written and it made sense. And I like the character have like interactions. And I like that final moment. That final moment was a very rom com -y moment. And it was relatable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Should I keep talking about the ending? I guess. I guess we'll talk about whatever we want, right? We can talk about whatever we want. I think just to comment on what you're talking about yeah. is, I, I I don't disagree with you. For me, if I had all we had all the time in the world, I would have gave you given you both seasons. 
because upon completing the second season, it was way better than the first. And I liked the first. We're going to talk about things we liked. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you like similar things about it and the things that maybe you were like, I don't know why, like this thing you're talking about right now where yeah. the releases, I agree with you. The second season, they're together. And rom-coms, one of the hardest things about liking rom-coms, and I am th- I think you're probably starting to relate relate to it too now that yeah. you're like so invested with your uh, partner and because of this podcast, the one of the hardest things about rom-coms is they don't get together for most of it. Made yeah. in Manhattan. That movie would have been better if they were just together. Yeah. We could have saw the relationship. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff we like in movies and TV shows, the mm-hmm. family relationship stuff. So like all these things that were happening, which are like one conversation, and it happens in every rom-com, yeah. one conversation, one phone call, one text message literally fixes yeah. the whole show yeah. and the whole movie. Wraps everything up. It's something you accept. And I accept it probably to a fault, but I would say probably similar to the same way you probably accept some horror movie stuff that I. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's so weird, right? That's a great point because I was watching this and the whole time I was watching this, I was like, if I was more into rom-coms, I would easily accept this show and like binge it and, and like it, you know? Because Mm -hmm. I'm the same way with horror movies. Like someone will watch, I'll watch this same kind of caliber of horror movie and be like, I had such a fun time. That was great. And I'll remember it and I'll recommend it to other people. But it's because it's one of my favorite genres. You know, and I'm like, nothing happened. Where's the tension? It was never released. Uh You didn't find out who the bad guy was till episode eight. 100%. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. And so I I would be like, oh, no, it's so good. I liked it. I really liked it. And this show felt like that for rom-com people. I think rom-com people, you know, are probably are more starved for content than horror fans. I think so. There's a lot of bad rom-com. There's not a lot of good rom-com. There's a lot of good horror. Although if you count Hallmark movies then you got a lot of content. there's even more bad you got content. yeah that's true you got a lot of content <laughs> but you got a lot of bad content but if you yeah, don't the count, ratio's off if you don't count hallmark movies i would say there aren't that many rom-coms being made every year i agree yeah i agree netflix makes their three or four amazon prime will make one or two mm-hmm. yeah and you know every fifth one is okay yeah and we and we barely i mean we're not getting like theatrical releases of rom-coms darren complains about it all the time oh yeah we don't we just don't don't do we no we got Unless it's recently a, yeah. we got lost city and we're getting one with george clooney and sometimes Julia Roberts. we'll get a amy polar amy polar not amy polar amy schumer or rebel will no we got a Rebel Wilson a couple before the pandemic. We'll get an Amy Schumer. But you're right. There's not a lot. There's mm-hmm. not a people they'll bank on anymore. No. I mean, we got like and we get big ones every once in a while, right? We got Crazy Rich Asians. We Crazy got Asians, yeah. Fire Island. Did you watch that one? It is a rom-com. It is Pride and Prejudice, but with on Fire Island with gay men. And it's a great movie. That I really, really great. liked it. It was fun. <laughs> that sounds really good. But yeah, to your point, we, we don't get a lot. So I think I think that's one of those things. But to talk about what you're talking about, yeah, I I agree. I I <laughs> that's why watching the second season, I was like, oh shit, this is so much better. Because at the end of the first season, spoilers, they're together. So yeah, imagine these same like funny scenarios with Rose and Tom being yeah. an odd couple, but there there's this one and it's not a spoiler and if you watch it cool if you don't no biggie but like just one perfect example is at the beginning of one of these episodes in the second season they are arguing they are arguing so hard like it feels like it's about to be the end of a relationship 
And then after like eight, 10 lines of the argument, you find out it's about a Scrabble word. And then it pans out and her roommate and her boyfriend are there. And they're like, we can go. And they were like, uh, so should we pack up? And Rose and Tom are like, no, let's play another game. We're having a great time. Cool. <laughs> and that was just like the opening stinger yeah, before yeah. the episode started. Yeah. But imagine that, that yes. for the whole thing, it's, it feels more like that feels more like friends or how I met your mother, yeah. which is how I think we want this to feel right. Watching, like rom-com TV show. Yeah. Watching this first season felt like I wanted it to be over. I was like, I yeah. need this chase to be over because I yeah. like their dynamic a lot. And I want them to get together and be in a relationship. And I want to see that interaction a lot because a lot of this was them separate. It was quick. They interacted, they interacted with one another until things exploded. Then they were separate and they were watching Jesse by herself a lot, which is fine. Yeah. But none of the other characters were fleshed out enough that I it really enjoyed her interaction. There was with no them. B or C. There was no B yeah, or C. Yeah, exactly. And like so, the, the, the extent of a B was she met her the roommate met a guy, and in the third episode they were together. That's yes. like the extent of a yeah. B storyline we yeah. got. Yeah. And so like I, me not liking those interactions and me wanting more of them, I was like, oh, I am excited for, for the point in which these two are just together and I get to watch that. So weirdly yeah. enough, even though I didn't really like super love season one i am excited for season two because yeah. i feel like the writing is there the comedy is there the acting is there the interactions are there everything's there i just didn't like the, the what i was watching for season one and what i'll yeah. be watching in season two is a completely different thing and so i think you know there's, there's something i'm excited to see there at least just to just to just to swerve yeah just to what do you think about our leads we got rose metafeo new zealander who is working and lives in london who fun fact uh, i don't you, maybe you know this she was from, she was a comedian that was from new zealand that moved to london to be in a relationship then after a couple of years of that relationship they broke up and now she's still in london but now she's like a london comedian so it's not true to life uh -huh. but like and the comedian she uh, dated is pretty famous. Do you know who she used to date? No. Oh, you know him because he's from Taskmaster, James Acaster. Oh, James. Yes, I did know that. I did know that. I did know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were in a relationship for a while. And that's why she lives in London. That's why we get here here now. <laughs> Wait, that's why she lives in London? Because they were dating? That's what it says in my quick oh, Google search. Oh, which is very similar to this interaction yeah. that she had here because she was talking about how she's only here because she was dating somebody yep oh i wonder if what was it, it was dan who is that who she was talking about or no they didn't I give a name for no the another she guy I, she might have they might have said one way he shows up in the second i think his name's brady or Bradley. oh i wonder if that person is sort of like a stand-in for james acaster i think so and if it's wow. not i think it's i i think that I think I love comedians. I love all the random shit they make. But sometimes when they pull a little from life like this, I just always find it like it speaks true. You know, like mm -hmm. the, people say right with people say right what you know, because it's true. When you write what you know, it really like says yeah. something different. You yeah, know, yeah. it really hits. Uh, it really hits. Home. Yeah. But anyway, Rose Metafeo and Nikesh Patel. What do you think of our people, our leads? Our, the whole show's them. It's barely anybody the else. No one else them. even worth mentioning. So I like Rose Manifeo. I think she's very funny. I like her character. I think she's too... I understand that part of it is her being a mess, but I think with a lot of shows, you get the mess in the beginning and then you get like them becoming a functional adult at the end. 
Yeah. Or at some t- at some point they learn a lesson or something like that or grow. Or you find out that who they are is okay. I feel or like rom-coms that do that maybe sure. one yeah, fourth yeah, yeah. of the time, right? Yeah. Like it's okay she works at a movie cinema because she wants to. Mm-hmm. 100%. Oh, apparently the actress who plays Kate was her real life roommate. Yeah. And I think all her friends in the thing are really her friends, like her improv comedy friends. I saw a bunch of them doing an improv show in London and I was like, oh, I think she just got all her. Fr- That's so cool. Yeah. And it made me it did make give me a moment like, oh, if I got a show, would I like bring in some of my improv friends? And I'd be like, yeah, I totally would. I would like, hey, you did improv with me. Come be mm-hmm. in my show. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's true. There's a there's a poll in the chat. <laughs> is key oh, a word? Vote. That was what the argument was in the second season, the Scrabble that they were fighting about. Is That's it so funny? Okay, you have to you exclamation point yes for no, for yes and exclamation point no for no to vote. Nice. I I am a I am a diehard by the book rules person. So if you can play <laughs> you it in the yes. official. If you can play it in the official Scrabble tournaments, then it counts. Yeah, it's a it's an official word. If you one of our friends is like huge into Scrabble yes, tournaments, yes, he would it say, is an official I, word and I respect him. Yeah, that chat said maybe chaos. <laughs> chaos and Susan the chat I guys from Twitch.tv slash now try this cast. Uh huh. Hundred percent. What do you think of Tom? I think I grew to really like Tom. I thought for a, a little bit I was wondering what he was doing in the show because he was so like mild, but like. I, I think it was a choice. I think by the end, I was like, I liked him. I liked the choices he was making. He was, it was so weird because I think <laughs> Streamlabs, you can no longer vote old man Rom. Yes. Too late. Old man Rom. You couldn't get in there. Uh, uh, I think that juxtaposing a normal person and a movie star but then Rose was the crazy, interesting, smart, charismatic person. And then the movie yeah. star was like the normal person. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Tom has no quirks. He has zero quirks. No, you're absolutely <laughs> no right. whatsoever. Yeah. It was super interesting. It is really they, interesting. Because like, he could have been an interesting guy. He could have had a lot going for him. He was like, oh, I'm busy on set. I'm doing this. He seemed to not have a lot to do like at any given moment. He nope, had a lot of free time. She was working but, two jobs. Yeah. You know, but he seemed super like he didn't seem boring. He no. seemed funny and charismatic, but he was super normal. Yes, yes, yes. He was he was pretty a uh, pretty normal guy. Yeah. And it, but she, the concept of her having to date like a celebrity and what comes with that, too, is also really interesting. I think I would like to see more of that. That's another thing. There's so much <laughs> hold on, stuff hold on. that was in old season one. He's quirkless. Yes, old Ben Rob. He was quirkless. <laughs> that one for the weebs. He is quirkless. Weeb wee. But it's weeb so funny. Wee. Like, there's just so many like little things that I would have loved to see more. And with season two, hopefully, yeah. I do get to see them. But like that, they were there was a few. You do. Jokes. You see him on set. You see yeah, that kind of stuff. Like where she you comes do. out and they think she's the maid. I was like, that was oh, funny. that's so funny. That's a great bit, you know? And yeah. I feel like I would have liked to see the interactions more. And with season two, I'll probably get that. Where like them having to be public. Like last we left off, he wasn't even willing to like, sh- like uh, show that she- he was in the room with her to the girl that he was a cast member with. You know, he could have been like, hey, sorry. No, I have someone in the oh, room. Is that what you took away from that? I mean, they weren't dating. They weren't in a relationship oh, or anything. You know what? You, I think your take is totally valid. He could have just been like, I don't want to be seen with her. I'm embarrassed. I'm not with her. Sure. I don't in, think that's in my take. I just maybe. 
But oh, I thought he just didn't want to piss off the blonde. She seemed scary. I don't know. It was just a weird interaction, right? And we never got a, we never got an answer, right? Like it was because then they had a fight. Yeah. yeah, he never said anything. He was like, "I'm sorry, I should have done that." Well, the reason I did it was this, and that was wrong. It was like, yeah, he apologized. He's too normal. But it was like, why? Did he, what were you scared of? Where was it? Because he was avoiding the awkward situation. That's literally all. He probably normal, yeah yeah but but I, I get what you're saying yeah yeah it is weird i saw her side of things i would have definitely been offended like come on you know what's funny this show the premise of the show that they blanket and they say is the premise of the show is regular person meets movie star they try to date the show seems so disinterested in that there's so yeah. many more bits that they could have notting hill style yeah about him being a movie star and her not the show is about a Quirky girl who is has a relationship phobia meeting a normal guy. Yes. <laughs> Which is what most Rob Cubs are about, yep, regardless. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That yeah. is what the show is. And I'm okay with it. For but sure. It is funny that you're pointing out now to me, and I'm like, huh, there aren't a lot of bits or scenarios. Like, no. there are, is there a little bit of like the agent saying, oh, you can't date a normie? You know, there's like yeah. that, those, that's in there, but it's not what the show's about. No, at no, all. no, no, no. It's not. It's weird that it's like yeah. the hook, right? It's the premise of the whole yeah. thing. And then all of a sudden it's gone. And you're like, okay, all of their interactions are like mainly indoors in someone's apartment or, you know, and it's like, okay, you're not going to like really have too many public dates or anything. There's that one part yeah. where they like are at the pub and then they come out and then there's like that weird sort of interaction yeah. with celebrities. I mean, with um, fans. And that was fine, you know, but like they didn't do anything. You could have made the whole movie it. about that. You could have yeah. had the, the whole show about that, but they just didn't. They were disinterested yeah. in, it, I guess. Weird. I didn't notice that till now. Question. Do you think it's his responsibility to when he hooks up with someone to explain his net worth and his like IQs, not his IQ. What do that they call is it? interesting. What do they call the score? What do they call the score with how popular you are in the entertainment world? Your your QI score. You're like yeah. Your your, your what is it called? Clout score. Uh, no, it's not that. Anyway, if you know what it is, put it in the chat. But it's is it his responsibility to say I am this famous? When they hook up? Well, what do you think? Is it would you like what it's would so you? Because I had this thought as an actor. Yeah, I'm like, is it my if I've been in stuff? Am I supposed to say it, it's I've been interesting? In stuff? Because I think normally you have a conversation before you have sex, I guess. But they didn't really <laughs> maybe talk. the way you do it, Marcus. He, he, he said know, he was an judgy. actor. He did his he best. He said he was an actor, and she could have asked a follow up question. And she said, "Oh no." Very yeah, funny. exactly. hundred. You know why that's funny? Because Lexi said the same thing to me. That you were, she said ill, no? Uh, sort of. She said she would never date an actor. She hated actors. She would never date one. She couldn't imagine ever doing it. And here we are. Look at that. She said that to you on the date? No, she told that to me after. Oh, okay. I was going to say, man, that is, I don't know how she got a second date. <laughs> well. <laughs> but afterwards, it's fine. Darren says no. And Fully Cooley says no, it's not his responsibility. Yeah, not for a one-night stand. Not worth on a wow. hookup, no way. <laughs> okay, so there it is. I mean, it's, well, what do you it's, think? It's really interesting because I feel like personally, I don't care. Like I, yeah. like if someone is accidentally a celebrity and I sleep with them, like that's not going to hinder me in any way from pursuing a relationship, or it's not going to really mm-hmm. affect anything because I, I don't care. Really, whatever. I know it's like going to create a different dynamic, but in the grand scheme of things, if you like the person. You like the person no matter what. But Darren's so funny because she constantly is giving me lists of like, if this were the case, like if you ran for office, we would have to break up. 
if if I uh, <laughs> became famous, I think we would have to break up. If I oh, all no. of a sudden don't got join the Patreon, don't join the Patreon, <laughs> don't do it. If I all of a sudden got like superpowers, we would have to break up. There's like anything that would really bring me into the public eye more. Oh, is that why she's a producer on the show? Because since she's like a part of it now, like if you get famous for this podcast, she can it's control okay. us not getting famous. Yeah, she has more control. Oh, that's, that's what it is. That's what it is. She is actively like denying patrons, like by yeah, yeah. signing up and saying, "Oh, I like stuff." She's like, "Fuck yeah. no, can't get over 20. She said that depending on it. the superpower yeah she said if i specifically oh, walking sure. on water also if i start walking on water she's like she's because out. you would pretend you're a god i mean i wouldn't pretend i would be a god nick so there's a difference <laughs> <laughs> maybe okay. it's because she knows me <laughs> maybe baby. we all do you would be like okay i'm a god now cool oh my god I, I knew all along <laughs> i've been saying for years i just have the proof now <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, we see what you mean. If you sleep with a celeb, you got some clout unless you sign an NDA. That's fair. Oh, there was that. F- Wait, never mind. That was in the second season. I ignore me. Man, so there's a joke. There's a joke about an NDA in the second scene. It was very. Oh, uh, there you go. The yeah, season. I feel like uh, as long as you don't have to sign an NDA about it, as long as you're fine, you know, like and you can manage salvage your relationship dynamic or whatever. I think it's fine. I don't think you have to well, disclose that until the second. So you wouldn't interact until though. the second date if you were in that situation. If I were the celebrity, yeah, I would not bring it up until mm. like it was like, oh, I have to see this person again and we're going to get more like intimate. Or until they see the posters of you in the living room. Well, I wouldn't have posters of myself in the living room. Well, Marcus, you would have. You shut up. You would. Yes. You, no. Shut up. Marcus, shut up. No, Marcus, if I would you have were, like one of Marcus, the like generic you would have posted. That's like no, a minimalist poster of the movie no, 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 I was no. in. If you were, I, I don't believe you. I, I'm calling bullshit. Listen, I could be wrong. You could think whatever you want about your life, Marcus. But I know that the Marcus that I know, if his face was on things, those things would be in his home. <laughs> no, that's not true. My face is on the on the podcast logo. That's not anywhere. The sticker's on your water bottle. No, it's not. <laughs> it was. No, it, it was. never was. It was. It never was, baby, because it has it my on face on one. it. And I was super self-conscious about it. So I didn't put it on there. Uh, I don't believe you. <laughs> I think you've had a movie posted in your living room. Fair enough. What about you, Nick? If you were a celebrity. He hates pictures of his, uh, himself now, Darren, because he's not famous. It's a constant reminder uh-huh. of his failure in life. <laughs> But if you were famous and you're on like Star Wars, you'd put that shit up. Wait, am I projecting? Huh? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I feel like you're just talking about yourself. Uh, am I the weird one that if I was in Star Wars, I would have a poster of Star Wars in my house? That's yeah. not weird. You know what, Nick? I'm real proud of you for that moment. I feel like I was like, man, Nick really doesn't know me. Like, I, it's so strange. Like, I, we've been friends for so long. I don't know what's going on here. And then you stopped yourself and realized you were projected. I was like, great, cool. I didn't have to tell you. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. So then, well, yes. So your answer is like first date. You're telling them you're a celebrity. I don't want to brag, but I uh, <laughs> had a small speaking part. I think you would bring it up. I don't think you would say it like say it outright, but I do think you'd be like, oh, sorry, I was on set. We're shooting a big movie and then allow them to ask what <laughs> it was. And then you would tell them everything. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, see, Fully Cooley says I wouldn't have the character poster of myself, but maybe just the main poster. That's what I'd have. I'd have like a minimalist poster that had like the 
title and a couple of designs, maybe my outline, depending on what like it if was. If you were in Dune, you wouldn't have the Dune montage of everyone's face. You'd have the Dune poster that just says Dune with some sand. A hundred percent. Yes, exactly. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Yeah. All right. Whatever. This is why famous people oh, have Raya. Yeah, hundred percent Raya. Oh, I would get a Raya in a heartbeat <laughs> in that situation. I'd be like, I am pristine. I am a big deal. Honestly, well, that's not true. I would need people to constantly remind me. Hey, you're famous? Yeah. Remind you or like worship you? the second one okay though there was one time that i did do a show in new york city and maybe an hour or two i was walking with lexi near times square and a family recognized me and uh-huh. raved about how amazing i was and yeah. thanked me for an amazing time yeah and then i looked at lexi and i said i'm a fuck i'm fucking famous did you see that did you see that <laughs> shit they almost fucking asked for an autograph i'm fucking famous i can't People handle want it. a piece of me i can't uh, handle it shout out but to- it was a joke because yeah. the truth is you know I'm just happy that those kids like maybe maybe they'll go into acting because they saw yeah. a cool thing, you know. That like that's nice. so special. That's I was going to say. Shout out to Taryn again because she's tried to tell me how great the podcast is and I couldn't handle it. I was like, stop. I just like got super awkward. She was like, I can never talk to you about your podcast. I was like, 100. <laughs> I get too awkward if you give me compliments about how much you like something that I did or whatever i just turn red and i get real awkward i'm better than that when i'm not making a joke because it's my partner and she it's funny i'm usually just like oh uh, thanks <laughs> that's true that is an insane that exact same yeah, yeah, inflection yeah, yeah, yeah. that exact same i i see her myself saying that. the other day i was at an improv practice and the guy saw me do an improv show where i was a volcano and he said it was a great show and he really loved it and i was like oh um mm-hmm. thanks yeah i don't know i i made a choice it was probably a stupid one he's like no i thought it was super funny it was fucking great and i was like oh nice thanks nice that's great <laughs> that's it's how good. i usually that's, that's how moment. i usually am yeah it's yeah, awkward yeah. it is awkward so no i would not have posters everywhere and i would disclose I it on the would. second date i would and i would find i would i don't know i i uh, I, I would probably also not say anything but if i was big enough here's the thing once you're big enough you don't have to say anything but if you are big enough, I feel like you do have to tell the person because, you know, it, it affects them. You also have to be more careful, right? Because, like, you if you just have a one-night stand with somebody and you're, like, famous, they're going to sell that shit to fucking page seven. You know what right? you do? You do the well, whole I, thing. I don't know. You have the whole fi- interaction. You talk uh-huh. them up. You go on your right? date. You have a lovely time. And if they decide to come back to your apartment, your house, your hotel room, whatever it is at the end of the night because they enjoyed themselves and everything's consensual on the pillow. You just have an NDA and a pen. Fully clearly read your mind. He said NDA at the same time. You just have an NDA sitting right there on the bed. And, and it then either goes further it, or it doesn't. And it, they see it and they know. They know that you're something. They don't know what. And then at that point, you can have a conversation about it, you know, and then they can decide whether or not they want to sign the NDA and move forward or leave. The problem is, I feel like if someone broke an NDA, I couldn't charge them. I would feel too bad. Oh, 100%. Yeah, no, I would never. And it's fully cool. He's fucking nail. He says an NDA and a tiny chocolate. A NDA, NDA and a tiny mint chocolate on the pillow. And I also love the rationale of uh, the movie poster thing. I think they nailed it. They said I wouldn't ha- they wouldn't have any movies they were proud of. They would only have movies that would have a bad rotten score tomato on their post. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> to avoid the interactions. Mm hmm. Also, if they go to your house and they see a bunch of posters of you or like of movies and then they can put it together like, oh, I've seen that movie. Oh, I've seen you before. Oh, you're a famous person. Last question about this and then we can move on. 
Would you? Because I just watched Anna Akana do a YouTube video about this. Shout out to her. I don't know who she the hell that is. Videos. She makes those kind of things like, do you ever feel like you're the friend that talks too much and then it cuts to, well, there's a scientist and she just like does one of those oh, okay. kinds of things. Got it, got it. She does like those little videos. And she did one where she was with someone. And here's the question. Would you, if you were famous, mm-hmm. you know, a couple million subscribers on YouTube famous, relative movie star famous. We're not talking uh-huh. Brad Pitt, but if you were famous, because Brad Pitt, everyone knows who Brad Pitt is. But yeah. would you specifically only want to be with people who know who you are so you don't have to explain it? Or would you want to try to find someone that had no idea who you are so they can love you for you? Is that important to you? How do you feel about that? I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like I don't mind either one of those, but I do want them to love me for me and to not have the idea of me in their head, which is a hard thing to do, right? People like fall in love with celebrities all the time. There's that danger of forming a parasocial relationship that is present and weird. And so if you fall in love with someone who doesn't know you, that almost seems better because they're getting to know you for you and yes this acting thing is a part of it but they're not necessarily worshiping you because of it well let's let's expand that more what if this podcast what if we're both single and this podcast was more famous would you date a fan of the podcast no i think fan is different fan is different I meant then, fan. I meant fan. I meant, you meant fan. fan? Okay. I didn't mean just knows you. Oh, knows you is different you than fan. And watched a couple of videos. Yeah, I meant that's like what I thought you meant. That's what I thought you meant. Okay. I meant a fan. Sorry. Fan is no. Fan is a never no. for me. That's never. a never, 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 never. I feel like once you go into that territory, you it's just creepy and it feels predatory because you do have a certain amount of power yeah. over them. Right. And yeah. I feel like if you are using that power. Then and they know things you haven't shared with them. Exactly. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so like you end up in this weird dynamic where you are above them. And I don't like that power structure. I agree. For a relationship. I I don't think it'll last. I asked Lexi to get something out of the fridge for me and I told her, never mind. I don't I didn't feel comfortable asking you to do that. I'll do it myself. So I understand. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I totally understand. And uh, just to finish off the Anaconda video, she met somebody on set. They hit it off. They had sex. And then he told her. He was a fan of all her videos and he joined that set to meet her. That's creepy. That's it was super. Yeah, that's really creepy. Yeah. Yeah. At that point, like if you score, if you're like, I am a creepy weirdo fan and I want to sleep with you, but you end up passing all the like normal tests and you get past, you never say that on your wedding day. Maybe on your fucking (laughs) wedding day. Maybe you can be like, oh, like. Marcus, was, that's even that's I feel like somehow that's worse. You either get when that you have your you third great. child, then you can maybe say like, you know what? I do have a to whole admit, life was a lie. I have to admit <laughs> that like I was a fan of yours. Now that little Jimmy's going to kindergarten, I just have to <laughs> let you know that everything about our beginning of our relationship was a lie. You convinced me on my deathbed. I would <laughs> That's the better. You can person. do it on your deathbed. Yeah. Deathbed's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He fully cool. He's like, a wedding day would be way worse. Well, wedding day, at least they have an option to bail. Deathbed. <gasps> Darren, read what Darren said. When do I drop? I've been a fan of the podcast since its inception. Oh, see? Okay. Well, we think about that. Now, if Darren revealed that to me and was like, I don't know, I arranged this somehow, our meeting, I would be fine with it because at this point, it's like, you know what? Whatever. (laughs) You know, because you're like in love and you bought a house together and you're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, good job. Good job. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) They play the long game. Uh huh. She hacked into Hinge. You don't have to (laughs) hack into Hinge. You just have to like oddly 
be around you him. Put, he's yeah, 100%. They just have to pass you in the street or something. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, back to the show. I do. I do. I agree with you about all the things you've said. I do think, though, that the quirkiness and the lightheartedness of it really works for me. I really love Rose Metafeo. I love how Tom Kapoor is so normal. That back and forth really works. Like, and there's all these like little stupid little moments. I think I think the show is perfect at stupid little moments. Yeah. It's something that's usually lacking from me from most rom-coms. They'll get the big sweepy moments, but then the stupid the little moments are like dumb. Yeah. And they're yeah, like yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. hit and they're not funny. Yeah. And like the calm is missing from a lot of ROMs mm-hmm. a lot of the time. But this one was legitimately funny. Rose and Tom yeah. were charismatic. Like the the fact that he comes over to practice his Australian lines with her and they're yeah. practicing in the bedroom. Cute. It's cute. Funny. There's a lot of cute, it's cute. moments. It's funny. Yeah. It was there- so cute. So funny. I yeah. feel like this show had a little less ROM in it, you know? Oh, yeah. But that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it works for a show that is going to be multiple seasons. The problem also is that it felt like they knew they were going to have more than one season. I don't know how TV Maybe. works over there, but I feel like a lot I, of I times with shows, they'll like, if they're not sure. A second sure, series was commissioned before the first series There we go. Boom. Go. Figured it out. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like it felt weird that they knew that they were going to have more. And that's yeah. the vibe I was getting from that whole thing. Darren, when he said, you know, I'm a grown man, right? That was romance. Uh, she's referring to the moment when they were going to hook up for the second time. And he invited her up and uh-huh. she was like, I I don't know. And he's like, oh, I wasn't trying to. And she's like, no, no, I want to come up. It's just my period. And he was like, you know, I'm a grown man, right? And that's true. Was, it, was, it was very hot. That's true. It was very hot. Yeah. Period sex. That's a sign of real love. Run red lights, baby. Do it. That's a that's a that's a that's a sign of real love. Mm-hmm. A sign of real love probably isn't when one of our friends one time told us period sex isn't weird. Right, guys? And we were like, no. And he was like, oh, my partner does. And we were, we were like, why are you sharing this when we're in the middle of a Comic-Con floor? <laughs> you don't remember that? I don't know who you're talking about. You don't, you don't remember that? No. I'll put it. I'll put it. I'll put it in our private chat. Okay. You, you do. You, you know who this is. Okay. And once I say who it is, you're going to be like, oh, I yeah. I think now I know maybe who it is, but one of the few people we would go to Comic-Con with. But yes. Anyway, I just messaged you on Facebook who it was. Oh, now I have to look <laughs> at Facebook? I thought you had uh, it open. We communicate through I didn't. There. I did not think that's who you, it was. You didn't remember that? No, I don't remember that. I blocked it out. Anyway. But it's on brand. Oh, it's very on brand. Mm-hmm. So not as romantic. No, no. But yeah, I, I just love the little, the, those, all those little moments. I mean, there's so many, there's too many to like even like talk about. But like, I think if it wasn't for the little moments, I would have hated the show. Oh yeah, it was yeah, yeah. the only it, thing. It lives and dies in its holding the the sort of romance of the show together at all. Totally you know? agreed, agreed. And that's what kept me watching. That's why I listen. I loved this show. I loved my experience watching it. I wouldn't give the show a 10 out of 10. It's a very specific kind of thing. Yeah. But the reason it was per because it is perfect. It is a perfect train show. Mm-hmm. Train shows are hard to find. It's why I watch so much YouTube on the train. Yeah. Uh, my commutes are somewhere between t- 20 and 30 minutes. It's not enough for a prestige show. There's not a lot of comedies out that are good. Yeah. But a, a 15 minute two 15 minute YouTube videos about Pokemon or chess or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Akana talking about relationships or her therapist or whatever. Perfect. But this show is a perfect train show. I can watch while I'm playing a game, a couple quick jokes. Mm-hmm. But then in the background, I realized when I was falling in love with the show, it wasn't the beginning because I was like, this is cute. This is fine. Yeah. It's as I was growing to love Rose and Tom or Jesse and Tom and their relationship. And then by the time that ending hit, 
that last episode, that moment, which is like a, it was like a good version of the graduate ending, like riding off into the sunset together, yes. but like with hope instead of like in the graduate where it's like with Jared at the rest of their lives and what's what happens next. Do you remember that? You know what I'm talking about? I watched The, the graduate. graduate, but I don't remember it being dread. The last moment of The Graduate is he goes to the they're wedding. on the bus, leaving the and wedding. He, and they're like smiling. They get on the bus, but then they stay on them for like a minute too long mm-hmm. as they're riding away. And their smiles turn to frowns. And then you're supposed uh, – this is my takeaway. Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah. the takeaway I think you're supposed to get is – what did I just do? Yeah. And it's the funny thing where it's like, yes, it's super romantic. You stopped the wedding. But what happens next? Yeah. You still slept with her mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What where what are you going? Where are you going? Where are you gonna go? What are you gonna do? You wanna yes, that was romantic. Yes, you like her. Mm-hmm. You maybe even love her, but you have to spend the rest of your life with her because you just took her away from her wedding. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah. was like what was painted over the face. That's oh, Darren true. agrees with me, Trip. Okay. It was the only good part of that movie. I agree, Darren. It's not my favorite movie. But <laughs> oh, I think God. the culmination of it was a Old good Old white men love that movie. Old white men, sure. Our teacher mm-hmm. loved that movie. Yeah, I've seen white. it twice because of teachers. I have not <laughs> wanted to watch that movie one time, and I've seen it twice. There's a lot of movies so- like that. A lot of movies old so- white men have forced me to watch that I do not want to watch. Uh, you need It's like a cry for help from you. But <laughs> I, I think, and maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I thought the ending of this TV show was a direct parody of the ending of a graduate yeah but it ends that. with hope and yeah. excitement and i i felt excited for them because like you said six episodes went by and they weren't together and it was fucking annoying yeah and it's like yes finally we're yeah. here and let me tell you the way the second season starts is exactly how i would want it to start good because it starts literally on the bus good good like and they're that. like, so I I missed my stop. <laughs> and that's the beginning of the second I series. I like that. I and like it, that. It is really good. It I is think really great. Rom-coms, and I'm not as experienced as you or other people with rom-coms, but I will say I get the vibe. You're that, to have an opinion. I get the vibe that rom-coms are the way the movies are structured is it is like 90% chase. And then at the very end. They're like maybe even 99% chase sometimes. And at the very end, they get together and you don't get to see any more of it. And that's fine if as long as the chase is interesting. And so this felt like 99% chase, but I didn't the enjoy chase the chase in any way yeah. because the chase yeah. was them arguing a lot and it stressed me out. Yeah, agreed. I think that's why some people really love movies like 500 Days of Summer that are like a direct commentary on the fact that movies are like that you yeah know? it's like what are you ch- like 500 days summer is about what are you chasing you just met her yeah maybe she's she doesn't want to be with you go find someone who wants to be with you mm-hmm. why are you chasing her you know yeah I, I agree with everything you said yeah yeah but but i will say that the payoff is quite nice and i think it's one of those things where it is a nice fun ride to get there so it's like worth the price of admission you know what i mean yeah to get there yeah i feel like what's that show called high fidelity I think so. What's that? I fidelity. Is remember. that about the record store? Yes. I think that show. The, the movie? The, there's, there's a movie and there's a show. The movie was oh, good and the I've show was great. the show. But the sh- you're going to get it as a challenge at some point. But the show, uh, I think, did a good job. And it felt similar to this in a way that the main character was like looking for love, dealing with, you know, relationship stuff. But then whenever you spent time with the other characters, it was really enjoyable. 
And so I feel like that's the main yeah. thing that was missing from this show is that whenever she is not involved in her relationship drama, the show becomes a lot less interesting because yeah. all the side characters aren't that interesting right now. Yeah, I think there's sometimes a character who's just getting in their own way is a necessary trope to make your movie happen. Mm -hmm. But if that's the whole thing you're hinging your show on, then it, it gets tired very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like the, the, the thing that we like about a show like this is how normal it is, right? How normal it is to like when you're having sex with someone and then want to ask them, you you want to have sex? And then they're mm -hmm. like, we're already having sex. Oh, right. Like they're saying, she's saying the things out loud that we're anxious about. That's why we like her. That's yeah. why we like what she's doing. And so that's why we like it because it's so real. But the thing that's not real about it is someone would either not put themselves in the situation because it's awkward yes. or say something because the situation is too awkward. Uh -huh. Yeah. To give another, but to make a show, it needs to be awkward. Yeah. To give another unnecessary analogy. Cause I, I'm sure everyone understands it at this point. It's like if your whole plate were mashed potatoes, you get tired of mashed potatoes pretty quickly. You wouldn't want the whole meal to be mashed potatoes. You need some meat on the plate. You need some vegetables on the plate. To make a you know a full experience, yeah, fully coolly. People ask me all the time if uh, they want to have sex while they're having sex with me. Is that not, is that weird? <laughs> is that is that not that's Usually normal? Usually, at Marcus. some point, you wait, have wait, 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 consensual normal, right? conversations before you start having sex. But yeah, what? Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I have I have asked almost all the people I've ever kissed if I can kiss them. So I I'm a I'm a big 100%. fan of consent, and it has cost me some kisses. I'll tell you that <laughs> because you asked some people just. Yeah, some people just want to be kissed. Some oh, that really is true. Just want to be kissed. There are you know? people out there that definitely. But just those want people to be aren't for me, and that's okay. There you go. Haven't had that happen to me in years. Really, <laughs> <laughs> you're too much, uh, Marcus. Anything else you would like to talk about about Starstruck? No, nothing else. Well, Marcus, I got some questions for you. Marcus, did you like the show Starstruck? I think that I liked parts of it, but overall, I did not like it. Well, Marcus, are you would you recommend Starstruck? Tentatively. I think that if you are a rom-com person in the way that I am a horror person, I would a hundred percent recommend this show. Yeah. I think I think the it's reason it's so digestible rom com is easy, right? Yeah. It's a 20-minute show, it's six episodes, you're in, you're mm -hmm. out, you had a good time. I think that's one of the most appealing things about it for me. Yeah. Like, I really think most shows are too long. I yeah. really think most TV shows are too long. Most movies are too long. Overstay their welcome. Don't know what they're doing. They're a little aimless. The show knows what it's doing. Yeah. We wish it did more, but it knows what it's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Which no, I appreciate. A hundred percent agree. I feel like if you don't like rom-coms, this isn't going to change your mind. No. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is a perfect way of saying it. There are some rom-coms that transcend to the yeah. point where it's like uh, to other people should watch the show. Yeah. What was that Cyrano rom-com we watched? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, the half what of was it. That? that was fantastic that was great. for anybody. It was period. a great movie, yeah. Okay. I feel like well, Marcus, the same way like people in horror community use uh, the term elevated horror a lot of times oh, for the new yeah. stuff that's like, oh, this is elevated horror, which I hate and people in the industry also hate. Is that like Get Out? Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah, so I think that there is, you can say that about anything. You can say there's elevated rom-coms out there, you know, that are like better and transcend the form and are just like a good movie that is a rom-com. And I feel like this 
isn't that but i feel uh, before i before i ask you your last question marcus i need to call fully coolly out in the chat you've been killing it all this time but you just made a fatal flaw and you're about to hear from me I'm about to rip into you Mar- uh, fully coolly you you think a six to ten episode 30 to one hour long thing is perfect for you a 30 minute show and a one hour long show are so different you can't say you might by, by <laughs> you saying hold on, by you hour? saying by you saying you like TV shows that are thirty minutes long or an hour, to an hour long are all shows. Those are almost all shows except Starstruck and Sherlock. So you like all shows except British television. That is not that sounds bad. right to me. No, I would sp- nope. spray bottle. That sounds on right you. to me. Fully no, cool, that's I not agree. right. You got to pick one. I agree. You have to have a stance. Do I like short shows or do I like long? You shows? know, if this show like was thirty shows, minutes every episode, like sitcom, they could have really used that extra ten minutes to tell some more. That's not what stories. he was saying. Not, I agree. Don't back him up. I oh back him up. When I call someone out, you need to back me. up. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, not anyway. more than 10 episodes. Okay. Yeah, no, 10 episodes is good. Like yeah, yeah. Daredevil's 13, that was too many. Yeah. That happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Marcus, last question. And honestly, the most important one. Are you going to continue watching the show? Yes, 100%. I will continue watching the show. I it's think just so easy. I liked it enough where I think that there is something there and season two would be great. You know, I think Hell that yeah. a lot of, uh, I feel like a lot of British shows are that way where season one, it feels like they're f- figuring it out. And then season two, they really like, get it together because they know what they're doing the times described the show as first series as expertly crafted old school screwball comedy crackling with wit and sexual chemistry and i would agree with that mm-hmm. and then also series one holds 100 percent on rotten tomatoes series one does that's what it says in on the wikipedia 100 percent. let me double check it uh yeah 100 percent tomato meter series season one that's from reviewers. crazy audience score 85 Okay, that sounds right. Eighty five is about. This is right. the kind of show that movie and TV reviewers would love. You think so? Oh yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I loved it. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Now I'm gonna continue watching for sure. Marcus, there's one more thing I didn't mention to you that I meant to talk to you at the top that I didn't uh-huh. mention. You know, I'll wait. I'll wait. Till, I'll wait. Till, I'll wait till next time. Never mind. Wait. What were we gonna <laughs> say? No, I'll wait till next time. Oh, it's a okay. whole it's a whole tangent. I'll save the tangent for next time. Okay. I'm I'm excited, but, I guess. And that tangent, oh yeah. If you guys want to listen to what Nick's last <laughs> tangent would have been, you gotta make sure to tune in next week when we review our Patreon episode, The Dropout. Nice. That's right, the dropout. Check out our socials. We'll tell you how many episodes we're watching. Probably two or three, but it is the Amanda Seafried, Elizabeth Holmes, Hulu mm-hmm. original show, The Dropout. Hell Next week, yeah. Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash now try this. And if you have an opinion about the show, you can get at us at now try this cast on all socials. We'd also really appreciate if you left us a five star review on iTunes or on Spotify. Leaves five stars. Let us know what you think about the show, what we could change, what we could do differently. As long as you leave five stars, you can. Tell me whatever the fuck you want about my cursing and my shitty hosting skills. I don't care. As long as it's five star. <laughs> and patreon.com slash now try this cast so you can be involved to decide what we're doing next month. Yes. 100%. Guys. Oh, Nick, what was that British show on Amazon Prime? Oh, God. I can't remember it because we're doing a podcast in my mind. I have anxiety and my mind goes blank. It's Darren. Tell and me I, anything else about it. it oh, uh, Fleabag. Fleabag. Thank Fleabag. you. Yes. Yeah. Fleabag. Jesus Christ. It was Fleabag. Oh, uh, Old Man Ron Catastrophe. That's a great nice show. Try, buddy. Great. But Fleabag. We did that on the show. I didn't like the first season, really. And the second season is like the best 
TV Agreed. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Fleabag season one is like, it's okay, good. cool. Yeah, yeah it's fine. good. It's fine. Fleabag season two is amazing. It is the best season. It is one of the best seasons of TV I've ever seen in my life. And I we will remain up there forever. Well. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And on that note, Nick. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank you for joining us in the stream. We appreciate everybody who listens. Remember to go out there and try things. Good night. Good night. Friends get together so they can try things. I don't think you heard me. Uh, Mandark's name is Susan Mandark Astronomanov. Oh, he's Russian. Um, Astronomanov. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds Russian to me. Those goddamn Russians. I mean, Dexter is Russian. I feel like he's American. Hey, but Dexter is American. Dexter is Russian. You stupid deity. Nah. Dexter's Russian. What? <laughs> Isn't he? Nah. Dexter, Russian accent. Dexter speaks with a Russian accent, although the rest of his family doesn't. In Ego Trip, his younger adult self and his old man self didn't have Russian accents like he did. However, his adult self did. Dexter's Russian accent is a reference to the accent Jendi Tartakovsky used to speak with when he was a little kid. Oh, wow. Oh, he outgrew it. That's interesting. Why does Dexter have an accent? Let's look. He speaks with an accent because everyone speaks with an accent. Oh, <laughs> get out of here, John Cohen. You're a fucking dick. <laughs> the guy who made it, I guess, Gender Kartorovsky, was a Russian immigrant to the U.S. and used to speak with it when he was a little kid. But then, you know. Oh, really? Right, I guess. Yeah. Huh. Is Dexter's laboratory sexist? The answer is yes. Oh, this person. Why does Dexter have a German accent? Actually, it's supposed to be a Russian accent.